Welcome to the Ableton and Music Habits Podcast, Episode 51. Welcome to the Ableton and Music Habits Podcast, actionable music production tips to take your music to the next level. And now, your host, Jason Timothy. Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. This one's going to be a little bit more personal because this one's about my experience with fatigue and how it's affected my music production and things that I'm currently doing to try to get myself out of this fatigue syndrome. So first things first, fatigue is real. It's not laziness. It's like being on complete empty all the time. Even the things that you want to do seem almost impossible. Sometimes you can muster up the energy to do menial tasks, but anything that requires real thinking, forget it. See, I I suffer from fatigue, and over the last 18 months, it's been compounded by long-term COVID effects. So for the first time in ages, I couldn't manage my music endeavors or many of my business-related tasks, and that's been a bit of a nightmare. Here I am, the guy who wrote the book on make music, not excuses, feeling like an absolute fraud. It's truly the worst feeling ever. If you haven't experienced this level of constant tiredness, foggy brain, and inability to focus or self-motivate, consider yourself lucky because it's not pretty. So I've experimented with a number of things to try to fight this situation the best I can, and I'll share some things that have been helping me in the event that this has been an issue for you. Even if you have lesser issues with fatigue or focusing on your music, this may be helpful. So hopefully one or all of these are helpful to your mental health. So the first thing I've been doing is what I call shortlisting. And that's just simply making a short list of bite-sized actions taking no more than 30 minutes before bed. This primes your brain for when you wake up and it makes it easier to focus on what's important to do the next day. I wouldn't put any more than three tasks on this short list. And don't beat yourself up if you only get one of the three done. It's still progress. Next, I have a just one more sort of approach. And what that is, I I try pushing myself to do just one more small thing before throwing in the towel. I'm trying to exercise my willpower muscle just a little bit more. It's almost like not feeling like it's almost like not feeling like floss in your teeth. So you say to yourself, so you so you say to yourself, it's almost like not feeling like floss in your teeth. So you trick yourself by saying, we'll just floss one tooth. And if I can't do any more, then that's fine. It rarely fails to give you just enough juice to finish the small task. So that just one more thing attitude's been uh, helping me quite a bit. Next, I've been eating lighter meals. I definitely noticed I was even more useless after eating, like after every meal. There was almost an immediate need for a nap. And this makes sense because a big part of your total daily energy goes straight to food digestion. So I've been eating lighter meals that are easily digestible. And I'm currently practicing a diet popularized by Tim Ferriss called the slow carb diet. So I tend to eat the same things a lot during the week, and then I allow myself to pig out one day a week, usually Saturday. So I start my day with two eggs and a bowl of red lentils. For lunch, I'll have a salad with spinach, carrots, cucumber, red onion, garlic, avocado. 
topped with pepper, olive oil, and balsamic. As a snack, I might have some edamame, and I usually have my last meal about 4 p.m., so I'm also practicing intermittent fasting. This means eating within a six to eight hour window, leaving your stomach empty for 16 to 18 hours a day. It was kind of difficult in the beginning, but I usually find if I drink a lot of water, food cravings go away, and it's become a lot easier over weeks of doing this. Also, even when I feel hungry at night, I never wake up with the same hunger in the morning. So that tells me that sometimes the hunger is just an impulse from the body, and it's not really a need to eat. Otherwise, you'd wake up starving. Next time, I'm doing a little bit of light exercise. And this one has been tough for me because, because when you're exhausted, exercise is the last thing you want to do. Uh, I will say that anything more than light exercise of more than 10 to 15 minutes would push me back to needing a nap. So I just try to get my heart rate up with some beginner level cardio and basic work, workout stuff, you know, just simple weights and things like that. To be fair, longer workouts might give me more energy in the long run, but in the short term, it hasn't really worked well for me. When I have this much fatigue, I reward myself with just small amounts of effort. I don't beat myself up for not doing more. So the next thing I've been experimenting with is a dopamine fast. And this one has been a challenge, but it seems to be giving me noticeably more energy when I need it. So I'm currently experimenting with not going on social media at all unless I'm responding to a friend's direct message. I've cut out browsing YouTube videos as well. I'm also greatly limiting my Netflix or cutting it out completely. I might give myself like one show to watch at night before sleep or something like that. The idea here is that when I give myself cheap, empty thrills, it depletes the motivation chemical needed to do the tasks that matter. So doom scrolling on any media platform is a mindless way to get dopamine. And if the brain can get it this easily, why bother putting in the effort for more important tasks? By restricting the junk food pleasures for the brain, it begins to reset dopamine levels needed for more important tasks. When you give yourself no lazy options, you start regaining the motivation on more important tasks. In my case, this is my business, my music, and painting. I'll probably keep this up for a couple weeks or a few weeks, and that way my brain can largely replace the need for mindless tasks and makes me more productive overall. Next, I've started doing breath work, and I've been following uh, Wim Hof, and also Tony Robbins has a priming technique, uh, both of which you can find on YouTube. It seems to remove stress and put me in a more relaxed and centered state of mind. And this helps remove the foggy brain and bring focus back for a little bit at least. Sometimes Wim Hof's breath work feels a little bit intense for me and makes me uncomfortable and a bit dizzy. So I've been trying to do the Tony Robbins breath work because it's a bit easier. So if you're looking at both, just go for whichever one works for you. Also, I've been doing cold showers for uh, probably a good month now. And it used to be a real challenge because I hate being cold. However, now it's really become a pleasant experience that I've learned to enjoy. I'll admit that I don't always feel like doing it, but I, I just do it anyway. And I'm always happy that I did. The idea here is by doing something you don't want to do first thing in the morning, 
It starts you off feeling accomplished and ready to take on other tasks you might not feel so motivated to do. On top of that, cold showers are incredibly healthy for you as it activates all your cells and increases blood flow to your brain, which helps with concentration, alertness, and mental clarity. When I started this, I would just take a regular shower and at the end, I'd turn the water to the coldest setting for about a minute. Now I just kind of go straight to cold and tell my body, let's do this and walk right in. After the initial shock, it begins to feel not as cold and almost pleasant. I proceed to do all my showering tasks in the cold. My showers also take less time, maybe about three to four minutes. So I guess I'm saving water as well. After you've done this several times, it trains your brain to look at the challenge even when it doesn't feel like doing it and be able to think, well, we've done it before and we made it through and it felt great. When you're able to do a task like this, other challenging tasks seem like less of a big deal. Now, I still haven't solved all my fatigue issues, but I'm managing things better and I hope to have loads to share with you guys in the future. If you fight fatigue and have other techniques that have helped, definitely feel free to share. I'll report back with any new discoveries on my journey to regaining my energy and focus. Till then, happy music making and good mental health to all of you. Take care. So there you have it, guys. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And if you do, please subscribe to the podcast and show this with your fellow music producers. You can also follow me on Instagram by searching Ableton Music Habits or Ableton under slash music under slash habits. If you'd like to connect with me more directly, you can uh, fill out a quick form at musicsoftwaretraining.com forward slash application. And we'll tackle your current challenges as well as giving you your best next steps to take your music to the next level. Take care and see you guys next time.